And great are you, Lord. You give life. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope. You restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your righteous and heavenly father i give you thanks for this day this present moment and i give you thanks for all of those that hear this message your message of hope of freedom and of love in the name of jesus father god i come before your throne of grace today asking that you decrease me and you increase you hallelujah Holy Spirit, 
have your way in the name of Jesus. Abba Father, I pray that your children, hearing this message, will take it in and sow it like a seed. I pray that you will continue to water it and watch it grow as it reaps greatness for your name's sake. Hallelujah. Lord, I come against the spirits of distraction, deceit, and confusion in the mighty name and blood of Jesus Christ, I pray. Lord, I pray for your focus. I pray for your truce, and I pray for your clarity, hallelujah, in this atmosphere. Please continue to cover us from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet in the blood of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. God, I give you all the glory and all the praise. I thank you for today and forevermore. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Blessings, friends. I greet you all in the mighty name and blood of Jesus Christ. My name is Amanda Allison, and I am a minister in training. I am also a member of Spiritual Blessing Lighthouse Ministries here in London, Ontario, Canada. And through the Holy Spirit, I am under the teachings of my pastor and mentor, Pastor Sandy Thomas. Praise be to God. I just want to give God all the glory and honor for this opportunity to bring forth his word to his children right now. And I also want to thank Pastor Fernando for this opportunity and platform. I am truly humbly honored. When preparing for the sermon, I went to God in prayer asking him what he wanted me to tell his children. He said, It is time to be released from the grip of the adversary and to step into the arms of love, grace, and mercy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Brothers and sisters, I'm just going to say this to you straightforward. The struggle is real. Yes, that's right. This life and all that it entails surely is not easy most of the time. In John 16, Jesus was telling his disciples that in this world, we will have trouble. Now, you see, he did not say we might have trouble. He said we will have trouble. Oh boy, well, isn't that some truth right there? Now, how many of us are in a season of trouble right now as I speak? Perhaps even seasons of trouble. How many of us have had this trouble wreaking havoc in our lives for years? How many of us are blind to the truth of this trouble and the damage it has caused in our lives, our relationships, and or even our walk with God? Brothers and sisters, all of us have endured many trials and tribulations throughout our lives, and while some more heavier than we would like to discuss. These troubles can come in many different forms, leaving a negative impact on us mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And due to these things we have faced, we have also picked up many lies along the way that we have believed as truths about ourselves, others, and even God. But behold, brethren, it also says in John 16, that despite our troubles in Christ, we can have peace. And no matter what we go through, Jesus Christ has already overcome it all. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Saints, I come before you declaring God's word. 
In Isaiah 61, verse 1, it states that because of God's anointing, good news will be proclaimed today. Hallelujah. He will bind up the brokenhearted. The captives will proclaim freedom and prisoners will be released from darkness. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord's favor is upon us in the mighty name and blood of Jesus Christ. Saints, is there anyone else out there that wishes things could be completed um, like yesterday? Oh, glory be to God. Anyone out there that is thinking that they aren't changing fast enough or that this road seems way too long? Well, let's see what God's word says about that. In Philippians 1 verse 6, it says, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It also says in Ecclesiastes 8 verse 6, For there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. It says too that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And that is found in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. So you see, friends, everything we go through in life is a process, a journey, Not a one-stop shop, although I can say right now that I sure wish that would be lovely at times, I'm telling you. But good thing God knows what's best. Amen? Now, is there anyone right now that is searching for the truth, wanting to see more clearly and to strengthen their discerning spirit? In Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Then in John sixteen thirteen it reads, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. Praise God. And again in John 8, verses 32, it says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Brothers and sisters, when we seek out the truth, we shall surely find it through Christ. Now, the truth isn't always something easy to hear, but it does come with the promise of setting us free. Praise be to God. Saints, as we come to know and begin to understand God's truth, some things start to change inside of us. Now, for anyone embarking on this unlearning and relearning process right now, please take heart. For it says in Ephesians 4, verse 23, Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Then it says in Romans 12, verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then it says in Colossians 3, verse 2, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Men and women of God, this too is another process, a lengthy but worthy one. Let us continue to set our minds on God's truth and let the Holy Spirit renew it in Christ Jesus. Is there anyone that is struggling in the area of forgiveness right now? Struggling to forgive others for their wrongdoings? Struggling to seek forgiveness? Or struggling to accept forgiveness for your own mistakes as well? It says in Ephesians 4 verse 32, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. 
In Hebrews 8, 12, it says, sorry, it's God says, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sin no more. Praise God. God's word also says in Micah 7, verse 19, you will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our inequities into the depths of the sea. Friends, let us be reminded to be forgiving, compassionate, and understanding to others and ourselves also, all while giving God thanks that when we come to him, repenting with sincere hearts, he remembers our sins no more. Praise and glory be to God. Jesus' second greatest commandment that he gave us in Matthew 22, verse 39, was that we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Is there anyone finding it incredibly challenging to love their neighbor right now? Because perhaps they are lacking in the self-love department? Let's see what else God's word says about loving ourselves. In Proverbs 19, verse 8, it says, To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. In Ephesians 5, 29, it says, No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. In Psalms 139, verse 14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And in Ephesians 4, verse 2, it says, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Saints, let us be sure to be humble, gentle, and patient with ourselves also. And always remember that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by a God that loved us first and rejoices over us with gladness. Amen? Is there anyone out there trying to perfect perfection? Anyone believing that they are not good enough or that they have to earn love in order to receive it? Well, in Romans 11, verse 6, it says, And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. It reads in Romans 5, verse 8, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And in Romans 3, verses 23 and 24, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we are all flawed and fall short of the glory of God. We must thank God that he continues to love us through our transgressions. And after all, if perfection could be attained, Jesus's life, death, and resurrection then would have all been done in vain. Saints, is there anyone functioning in fear mode right now? Is anyone feeling all alone? Is anyone doubting God's love at this hour? Let us listen to the promises of God. This first promise comes from Isaiah 41, verses 10 to 13. Fear not, it says, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who rage against you shall be put to shame and disgrace. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I... The Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. Praise be to God. Another promise found in Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Then in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Saints, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind. He is also always with us, and he is loving on us today, tomorrow, and for eternity. Praise be to God. Lastly, is there anyone right now that has shame, guilt, and or condemnation continuously knocking at their door? Is there anyone that keeps being shackled by the things of the past? Let us draw in on God's word one more time. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. In John 8, 36, it says, So if the Son sets you free, hallelujah, you are free indeed. And in Galatians 5, 1, it reads, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. In closing, my brothers and sisters, let us be reminded to tell shame, guilt, and condemnation that we no longer live there when they come knocking. And let us allow the shackles that have been keeping us in bondage fall to the floor. For we are a new and free creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. For saving our souls. Thank you, Lord, for making us whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me. Thy sweet salvation, so full and so free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving our souls. Thank you, Lord, for making us whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to we 
so free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving our souls. Thank you, Lord, for making us whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy sweet salvation. Praise God. So fallen, so Thy sweet salvation, so full and so free. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We give you thanks and praise, God. We give you thanks and praise in the mighty name and blood of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.